It's time for To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington, a power hour of all things Southern Miss. For questions or comments, call 601-261-0898 or pound 981 for C Spire customer. Now we go live to the studio with Jamie. What's going on? What's happening? How you guys doing? Welcome to To The Top Talk with Jamie Arrington. I am your host, Jamie Arrington, here with your weekly break from all of the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk about the University of Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles. And with me in the studio, Southern Miss Black Ops tailgate legend, Jason Bailey. In the studio. Love it. In the studio. So I can't feel my face when I'm with you. <laughs> there you go. So this is, we're going to take a break for a while from the show. Not for a while, for a couple of weeks. I don't know how long from. But this, this, for right now, this is our last show here at the radio station. And I've had a great time, whether it was with Lanny, Tim, Heath, uh, Gene. Uh, got a great group here at Eagle Broadcasting, and I've really enjoyed being here. Just have a lot going on outside of the show, and um, kind of need to take some time to get things back in order, so to speak. Train him for that Iron Man. Training for the Iron Man. I wish, man. <laughs> Gosh, with my back problems, uh, I'm. I wish I was training for something. I wish I could <laughs> could get back and train. But we're gonna be still gonna be. You can listen to all the episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. I'm actually gonna have another episode that's gonna drop um, early next week for the Independence Bowl. I had an old friend of mine that. I spoke with uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was really planning. Last week's episode was going to be amazing. I had some great guests line up. I thought it. I thought it fell through, and he hit me up yesterday. So we're probably going to drop a podcast next week. He's a big Florida State fan. Um, so not letting the cat out of the bag. Not letting the cat out of the bag just yet because I don't have it recorded. Let's say it doesn't happen. Not putting the well, cart before the horse. Not counting my poker chips until they're hatched, as fake Jay Hobson would say. But we got a lot of Southern Miss to talk about. One week from tonight, the Independence Bowl. That's right. So, looking forward to that. Um, it'll be over by now. Yeah, it'll be over by now. That's a very we'll good point. We'll be like two hours down the road celebrating a Golden Eagle victory. Hopefully. You know what? You said there's not going to be any more episodes for a couple weeks or whatever, but I think if we win that game, we're going to have to do one. We probably will have to do one. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, we're going to take a break at some point. Mm-hmm. If, if I drop this podcast this weekend, then, you know, we may do a game after that. I, I don't really know how the Independence Bowl is going to go. Part of me just wants a break and just to enjoy it. And then part of me is like, well, we'll probably run into somebody. We might as well talk about it. Knowing our luck, the basketball team will rattle off like 14 in a row. Hey, <laughs> dude, we'll to- <laughs> if, I, if, if that happens, I will do a podcast every day. <laughs> <laughs> if the basketball team rattles off 14 hey, look, in a row. They're looking better every day. I'm for it. I am for it. 14 in a row, I will take it if, it if it were to happen. Heard it here first. There you go. You guys hold bump to it. So we're taking on Florida State, which, by the way, I believe, um, you know, I'm not getting ahead of myself because we're talking baseball, basketball later on, but I think Florida State's their game tomorrow night with Southern Miss, they are 24-point favorites. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Not as – I don't – I think that they opened at 15, bumped to 15 well, and a half. It, it, and the thing about that 24-point 24 24 spread – is we can score points. Uh, we're probably going to give up our fair share of points, especially in the paint, because we don't have any height because, you know, we never do. Even though height's becoming just less and less important, and no matter if it's college, NBA, whatever. 
Um, the, well, one of the height was uh, I saw he, he tweeted out the other day. Uh, Bobon, um, oh Google it, Bobon Jackadomi or something like that. He he tweeted like you know coming back. Oh, so nice. he he may be making a return to the greenhouse pretty soon. Who's this? Bobon. Yeah, he was one of the recruits from last year. One of the oh, signees. Okay, okay, okay. One yeah. the, the, the center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big guy, big guy. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So he could be joining the team at some point soon. He he posted a picture of the goal inside the Reed Green. So hopefully, hopefully he's coming around. Yeah. So we got a lot to talk about. Um, you know, signing day was today. We had a couple of surprises. Um, one good, two. I mean, excuse me, one bad, two great. So we got that to talk about. We had a lot happen this week in regards to football, but baseball as well. Some of the preseason awards are starting to come in. Uh, the Mississippi All-Star Game was at the Rock this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot to touch on uh, throughout this episode. Let's go real quick. Hey, I got my bowl tickets in the mail. You got yeah. yours? Yeah, got them in the mail. I think I'm I think I'm on the row right behind you. You're on the row right behind me. We're in the corner of the end zone. But I flipped over the ticket, and I the, those numbers are so small on there, I couldn't tell what I was looking at, but. We're in the same section. I know that you're you're one row behind me, so always one step behind. We're gonna raise some hell down there. I think it, you bought three tickets. I bought two, and I think that's why you got positioned right behind me. Mm-hmm. So somebody that bought two is sitting right next to me. All right, when we come back, we got a lot of Southern Miss news to talk about. We got signing day. We got the Independence Bowl. So come right back to us right here on to the top, dog. Welcome back to the Top Talk. Jamie Arrington and Jason Bailey here in studio. Today is National Signing Day. This is the first year they're going all in on a December signing day. You know, in the past, you could sign junior college kids in December, and then you signed everyone else in February. Now, no holds barred. So, Southern Miss had quite the signing day today. Let's just go through the list of um, signees. These are only the ones that signed today. Like, there were some kids out there that are committed to Southern Miss that did not sign today for various reasons. But um, I'm just going to go it's alphabetically. This is not the order they signed in. Jack Abraham, a 6'1", 210-pound quarterback from Northwest Community College in Oxford, Mississippi. He is uh, – well, he's from Oxford, Mississippi. Played at high school at Oxford. Originally signed with Louisiana Tech out of high school. Things didn't work out there, so he transfers to Northwest Mississippi Community College. Had a great year. Through for 2,949 yards, 23 touchdowns, and only eight interceptions, led the team to an eight and three record, including a uh, MACJC title contest. They lost to East Mississippi 67 to 66. Wow, goodness! In high school, he was in 2015. He was named the Mississippi Gatorade Player of the Year, the USA Today. High School Sports Mississippi Offensive Player of the Year, and he was a member of the Dandy Dozen. Had quite the career out of high school in Oxford. You know, his his, his offers out of JUCO on the sites, it's showing, you know, Southern Miss, Georgia State, South Alabama. But he seems primed to be a, a really solid quarterback at the next level. Definitely threw a wrinkle into our quarterbacking situation, and a, a good one. You always want to add a good player. We talked about it a few weeks back, but... Um... 
Yeah. I tell you what, we're <laughs> we got plenty of options at quarterback now. Absolutely. Next up, Curry Ben. Uh, 24-7 has him listed as a three-star uh, cornerback out of Landry Walker High School in New Orleans, Louisiana. He's a six foot, 170 pound. I think they project him to play cornerback. Um, one of the one of the more highly touted recruits that we had this year. I saw some pictures with you know him and Hop and everybody else the other night on Twitter. So he seems to be a great addition to the backfield. You know, which by the way, our secondary we're losing quite a few players this mm-hmm. year. Right. So he seems like a guy that you know at 170 pounds, if he is indeed that weight. Could probably use a year in the weight room, but if not, he may be a guy that can contribute right away. Yeah, which is another reason it's, it's good to have him as an early enrollee, right? Go ahead, and, go ahead and get him here quick. Have plenty of time to put, put, put. If he's 170 right now, I guarantee you he's not going to be 170 when he steps on the field. No, not at all. You know, But he had a lot of offers. I mean, I'm looking at his list. Arizona, South Alabama, Troy, Tulane. Um, he had quite the list, and he was recruited by quite a few. So he's a guy that was was – you know, pretty highly coveted. One of the cooler names, too. Curry Ben, I like it. Sounds like a dish. <laughs> Up next, uh, Trace Clopton. He's an offensive lineman, 6'2", 292 pounds, out of Brookhaven High School in Brookhaven, Mississippi. His father, Tommy Clopton, was his head coach. They finished 11-2 and this season, reaching the second round of the Class 5A playoffs. He's a guy that I think they expect to come in right away and 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 play center early on. He's a guy that they expect to contribute uh, ASAP. And from the sounds of it, he can't wait to get here. Yeah, uh, I heard him interviewed after the game, and I know that uh, I remember one time he he was talking about how much he loved Hattiesburg and couldn't wait to get over here. So, and he he also reminds me of a guy who's kind of got a, a chip on his shoulder. You know, he's already got the Southern Miss attitude that I think you need to have to be a true Golden Eagle. And so I think he's going to love it. I think he's going to get over here and he's going to flourish. And I can't wait to see him out there on, on Saturdays. He had, you know, quite a few offers, actually. Air Force, Georgia State, Louisiana Lafayette, Marshall, Memphis, Navy, South Alabama, to name a few, um, UTSA, UAB, Tulane. So he's a guy that, you know, you always want big uglies up front, and if you have a guy that you know, has the smarts to play center, he's probably even more coveted. And from right down the road. Absolutely. And, and he has a teammate assigned as well. He does it. <clears throat> I mean, these Skittles. Put you, the Skittles I mean, down. I know. <laughs> I'm afraid they're going to stain my hand or something. He does have a teammate, and we'll get to him in a minute. Now, the next guy, Ethan Edmondson. He's a defensive end, 6'3", 255 pounds. He is a uh, a guy that he committed this week. He's a guy we've been after for a while, and I'm, uh, you know, that that's somewhere where we probably need a little depth. So he's a, a welcome addition to the team this this past week. Had several offers. Um, looking at his profile right now, Louisiana Monroe, Rutgers, South Alabama, Troy. He is uh, appears to be a heck of an athlete. So he's probably another one of those guys that that. You're looking at the three-star. I know we, Southern Miss is never going to be a place that recruits to a star. Uh, you just recruit to fill needs and athletic players, right? But he's not one of these not one of these typical Southern Miss guys that if he would have signed with, you know, SEC school here or Big Ten school there, that three-star becomes a four-star real quick, right? Right. And so, anyway – yeah, this guy has all the intangibles, and um, he's got the size, and 
and another one that that all these guys that sign early, they all want to be here, you know, which which is a very big part of it. And and I like to go ahead. That's that's the bonus of having this this early signing period, is it not? Oh you yeah, know, where you know the other one came in with February, right? So it'd been like two more months of people getting in their ear and their pocketbook, <laughs> you know. So let's go ahead and sign on the dotted line right now. All right, next up, a linebacker out of East Mississippi Community College, originally from Waynesboro, Mississippi, Tyree Evans, 6'2", 210 pounds, really fast. You know, a sideline-to-sideline linebacker, played for East Mississippi, who won the uh, NJCAA National Championship this past season. Uh, He looks like a guy who could step on the field right away and contribute. Was he on the TV show? No, he was not on the TV show. Uh, Well, he may have been this past season, but... You know, they didn't do a season this season. They did it elsewhere, so I guess we'll see that next year. Okay. But, um, you know, he, he was a guy that... That place just, you know, just churns out um, top-notch players. So, seems like we've got a little bit of a pipeline going there. I hope so. I mean, that's a good one to have. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, Vondarius Freeman, a defensive lineman out of Southwest Community College, originally from, is that Villa Platte? Platte, sure. Louisiana. Um now, another defensive lineman, 6'2", 331 pounds. That's a big old boy. Yeah. Goodness gracious. And and he's a guy, I remember when he committed, he's got you know several offers. Colorado State, FAU, UTSA. Uh, so he's a guy that you know guy, the other teams were after. And you always like having those guys up front that can plug, the, plug those uh, one, two, three techniques. Yeah, sure. Glad that he's closer to us than Colorado our, State. Our zero one technique, actually. He's probably playing in the next I, I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, for the football <laughs> well, anyway, people out there. I'm just glad he didn't take a visit out to Colorado State, or if he did, uh, I'm glad he didn't look around because it's gorgeous out there. Well, we might run into you, Stacy, who may beat him with a switch or something. I don't it's know. True. All right. Next up, this was uh, one of the surprises from today. Nick Harper a defensive back from Carver High School in Atlanta, Georgia, 6'1", 180 pounds. You know, he is a guy that if you follow recruiting, you were kind of keeping an eye on him this week. He kind of seemed like somebody who might can commit. And with the guys we're losing in the secondary, he's a, another guy that maybe he gets in the weight room for a year, and he should be a guy that can contribute right away. 94 tackles is a safety. Goodness. Yeah. That's a ball hawk. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's got. I mean, I'm just looking at his offense. Kind of reminds you, I mean, maybe list. a guy that has that many solos, maybe a little um, Denarius Antoine in there. You know, I saw some people on the internet kind of com- comparing him to. Um, oh, what's his? Oh, uh, the 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 safety from this year. I'm in basketball mode, bro. Why did I went? My mind went blank. But he he is a he he's a. A slobber knocker, man. He he goes out there. He hits people. If you watch his videos, he's very aggressive. Looks like one of those guys that used to play safety for Southern Miss back in the day. So we'll take him. I'm down. Next up, DeMichael Harris uh, from Hines Community College, wide receiver, 5'10", 175 pounds. Uh, on his video, if you go to Twitter and you go to the Southern Miss football page, each one of these commits has a video that the, the coaches have commented on – on the player himself. And the one for DeMichael kind of mentioned that there's a possibility um, of him playing in the slot, of him playing a little running back. Hmm, I mean, he's really? A, a really fast guy that can mix it up a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out with him. We've but got, he, he was one of the first commits we had this year. Well, this signing class has 
players all over the map as far as um, just athletes and, and and just tons of different positions. Like, you know, it's, it's obvious we didn't go after just one specific thing. We have just a ton of playmakers. Absolutely. So, Next up, Jamar- Jamarian J.J. Johnson, a def- defensive back. I think they have him slated to play corner out of Brookhaven High School, 6'1", 190 pounds. He, uh, you know, played with – uh, Trace Clopton mm-hmm. played for Tommy Clopton up there okay. in Brookhaven. He was a member of the Clarion Ledger Dandy Dozen. Um, also played with with Clopton in the Mississippi Alabama All Star Game this past weekend in Hattiesburg. But you know, a, a, a ridiculous athlete. And uh, you know, he's a guy that had a laundry list of offers, and and one that I'm certain that the coaches were really excited to na- to, to nab. And you know, six one one ninety. That's not far away from, you know. D one play weight right away. Oh, absolutely. So, um, and I think they—I wouldn't be so shocked if they expected him to take the field. I mean, look. Let's look at his offer list: Mississippi State, Arizona, Arkansas State, Florida State, Georgia, Georgia State, Louisiana Tech, Lafayette, Louisville, Memphis, Middle Ten, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Oregon, Purdue, goodness. Tennessee. I, I mean, he was a guy. UCLA. He was a guy that that. That teams were coveting, and you know some of these offers come in the summer. They come, you know, in the spring last year. But I'm pretty sure a lot of them still held up, and, and he ended up with the Golden Eagles. So he is um, really looking forward to seeing him take the field next year. Well, and it's a place that he could go, and he could benefit from going and playing right away. You know, he'll have the opportunity at Southern Miss, uh, probably over. You know, let's say if he went all the way to Oregon. I mean, you got to get used to everything if you go that far away. I know it's not going to a different country, but you know, there, there's Take a boy from South Mississippi and stick him in a place like Oregon, and um, you're going to find out real quick that you know you, you don't have a lot of friends up there. You can't just go home to mom that night. So, the first signing of the day today, Cameron King, an offensive lineman, 6'2", 275 pounds, out of Marshall High School in Marshall, Texas, has a six nine wingspan, which Goodness. is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, then you've got Hayes Maple from Oak Grove High School, linebacker, six two. 235 pounds. If you you know if you watch any local high school football, you know this guy is indeed a baller, and and should be a great addition here to the nasty bunch defense. He had offers from FAU, Memphis, South Alabama, and Troy, and uh, chose to stay home with the Golden Eagles. So I know that's a guy that's been committed for a while, and you know should be a great addition to the nasty bunch defense. Absolutely. Another surprise today: Neil McLaurin. He is a 6'2", 195-pound wide receiver out of Southwest Community College, uh, originally from Laurel, Mississippi, played at West Jones High School. He was a quarterback, and out of high school, he signed with Minnesota. And Minnesota changed coaches last year, and they really didn't have anything for him in the plan, so he transfers to Southwest, comes in as a receiver, uh, big 6'2", 195-pound receiver, and had a great year. He um, had 36 receptions for 688 yards and five touchdowns, he was number two in the NJCAA with 181.9 all-purpose yards per game and was number five in receiving with 86 yards per game. So he is a guy that, you know, it sounds like a guy that we've kind of held on to and kept under the radar a little bit. So Neil McLaurin, go watch his videos. I mean, he he, he really has a knack for the ball. Yeah, Minnesota couldn't th- – they don't throw the ball? <laughs> well, he was a quarterback. He came yeah. here and transferred, you know, moved to wide receiver. Oh, okay, I got you. I got you. Then you've got – Travion Williams, Ty Williams, originally from Charleston, Mississippi, 
played his uh, last season at East, well, the last two years at East Mississippi Community College, 5'11", 175 pounds. Another one of those guys from East Mississippi that, you know, you fully expect to come in and contribute right away. Charleston. Charleston, man, that's up there. It's like with our, our good friend Michael Roberts. That's exactly right. The last signee of the day, it was a kind of – I don't have the, the notes on him fully, but uh, Tyreek Johnson, offensive tackle, 6'5", 300 pounds. Uh, you know, he kind of came in with Jack Abraham. He's a guy we recruited for a while to try to get some more competition up there up front. So there you have it, the signing class as of right now. Come back to us. We're going to talk all the Southern Miss news from the week, including news regarding the Independence Bowl. Come right back to us right here on News Radio 98.1 and 1400 AM, The Score. Welcome back to the Top Talk. Jamie Arrington, Jason Bailey here in studio. Now, if you're a longtime listener of the show, uh, we just had somebody show up in studio with a correction. Uh, Nathan Hosey here in the house. Uh, yeah, I was listening to the radio show. You see, I live in Dallas, so I normally have to listen to the podcast, so the corrections cannot come right away. But I was in Hattiesburg, I was listening to the radio show, and I heard Jamie Arrington say that the Southern Miss Golden Eagles will be playing Florida State tomorrow night when all true Golden Eagle fans know that the game is tomorrow afternoon. So. <laughs> and those are the type of corrections I give every time for Jamie Arrington. This is why very, we, this very is why nitpicky we, type correction. It's been a yes. while, yeah. I kind of had him on mute for a while, <laughs> yeah. so it's good. Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess it's good to get you back, Nate. Whatever. All right. So a little bit of Southern Miss news this week. It was announced this week that Ido Smith was selected to play in the Senior Bowl, the first Senior Bowl. Um, player from Southern Miss since Jamie Collins. So well-deserved. He's going to get to play in his hometown in the Senior Bowl. That's really awesome for Ito and really excited about what he's going to do in that game as well as the Independence Bowl. Yeah, I have no idea what took so long. Yeah. yeah I don't know how they, they give out these invites either. I mean, it seems like like when he tweeted it out, it was like a Reese's envelope. Well, Reese's sponsors the Senior Bowl. But, I mean, is that how they do it? They don't. You know, they just you just got to sit by the mailbox and wait, and they send them out three at a time. No, it's a golden ticket type of thing, like Willy Wonka. <laughs> yeah, where's your Grandpa Joe when you? Yeah, they, they. Oh boy. Um, so hey, congratulations to Ito. Also this week, running back Southern Miss running back Darius Mayberry. They had him redshirted this year. He's supposed to be a, a ridiculous athlete back there at running back. Tore his ACL in practice. Don't know how long he's going to be out for, but that could impact uh, spring practice. We got some depth at running back, but you know another injury, and it gets really interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, if there's ever a decent time to have the injury, I guess now's the time. If you got to pick a time, yeah. You know? uh, but I, mean, I just hate it for him. I mean, he he got on the field a little bit this year, and um, yeah, it's it's another one of those guys that we kind of benefited from him in high school being alongside Cam Akers. Right, With Cam Akers not there. He, he runs for a thousand more yards a year. Yeah. You know, so we kind of got a diamond in the rough a little bit. And, but he'll come back from it. I mean, ACL surgeries these days, it'll take him a while to get back, but it's not like he's not going to come back. So, no, yeah, yeah, no, not at all. So, um, speedy recovery, Darius. And, you know, I know him and Cam Akers are tweeting back and forth about the Independence Bowl. And 
I don't think he was going to – I think they were going to – you know, I don't think he was going to play. But, you know, they kind of had a little trash talk going or whatever. So, mm-hmm. hopefully he has a speedy recovery. This Friday, um, you know, during the season when Southern Miss had a home game, they would have a Friday football luncheon. So, they're going to have a football luncheon this Friday at Mugshots in Hattiesburg. That's Friday, December 22nd from 12 to 1 p.m. That's going to be the Independence Bowl edition. So, if you're in the Hattiesburg area and would like to come out to that, uh, it's always a great time, and I'm planning on being there unless something just goes awry. Have you ever tried the peanut butter burger? I have not. It's a good burger. I'll take your word for it. I, I just like that Mugshots is the supporter of Southern Miss. Like you know, they they always have something going on. You know, whether it's football or even basketball. I remember when we were making the tournament, they had you know stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Ron Savelle's a great Golden Eagle. Ron's a good dude. Mm-hmm. We worked at Chili's together. So you think about that. Like, I worked with Ron, and our lives have taken completely different directions. <laughs> I know. Like, he can't. I, I hope he's not jealous of you. That's what yeah, I'm exactly. saying. Exactly. Exactly. I've never seen him on stage. No, I, well, I have. I've he, never he, seen him behind a radio. He, he gave me the award for best comedian last year. Oh. <sighs> Some but guys get all the luck, man. He probably could have bought about 50,000 of those if he wanted to. And if he's looking to sponsor a radio show, I got Hey, it. come on, hit us up. <laughs> all right. Um, also, it was announced a couple of weeks ago that Florida State safety Derwin Williams was going to be sitting out the bowl game this past week. Defensive end Josh Sweat also announced that he is going to be sitting out the Independence Bowl. So that's two guys that, you know, Derwin Williams is a guy that could be a top five pick in the draft. Josh Sweat, I don't really know about his draft prospects, but that's two of, of their better players on defense that are not going to be making the game in Shreveport. And neither of which do I understand why you would want to do that, but apparently – even the Florida State fans don't understand why Sweat's doing it. I think everybody may kind of give a pass to the other guy being a top five pick, playing in the Indy Bowl. Well, the other guy, I, I don't know, whatever. But like you were saying earlier, I hope the entire defensive backfield just, you know. I think their whole, I mean, the, uh, both their junior and senior class, everybody's a first-round lock. Somebody just needs to tell them. I think Cam Akers should definitely sit out. <laughs> well, you know, it's a little tougher for a fre- for the, to convince a freshman of that, but I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should tweet with Mayberry and see what's happening. So get after him, Mayberry. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said earlier, the Mississippi-Alabama All-Star Game was this past Saturday at the Rock. Good to have it here at Southern Miss. Mississippi, their biggest victory of all time, 42-7 to over Alabama. Had quite a few Southern Miss commits and signees in that game. So uh, a great day for the Mississippi squad. I thought we weren't supposed to have a chance in that game. They say that every year. <laughs> they say that every year, I think. Yeah, that was absolute dominance. Didn't you go to the game, Nate? I did not go to the game. Shout out to Justin Hosey. He's probably asleep right now because he's got that <laughs> night schedule. But uh, he was at the game. I just showed up for that Southern Miss basketball okay. game. That's what I did. Yep. There you go. A little Southern Miss baseball news. Southern Miss baseball ranked number 25 in collegiate baseball's preseason poll. So the Golden Eagles projected to have another big year, even with the uh, losses that we had with you know Braley. Bordeaux. McCarty. Yeah. You know, you had some – well, Bordeaux was gone, but, you know, if if Braley and McCarty had come back, it would well, have been a, a yeah, super stellar yeah. squad. Still, it's kind of surprising, isn't it? I mean, I'm glad we got the nod being in the 25 spot. Um, do you have any kind of preseason recognition? That's something, honestly, I'm not used to. Well, well I think when you have consistency year after year, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. I agree, I agree that, we, that we deserved it. Mm-hmm. But I also – it's just – it kind of shocks me when when it happens. Well, one of the reasons may be we have two players 
on the collegiate baseball preseason All-America team. Both second team guys, Matt Warner and Nick Sandlin. So, you know, having players like that on the team that are getting recognized nationally, that definitely contributes to having a spot in the preseason rankings, which honestly, it's great, but it doesn't really mean anything at this point. I sure hope those two guys have just one heck of a trophy cabinet at the house. I hope they so, just, too. I mean, goodness, how many awards did did Walner and Sandlin get last year? Remember at the end of the year? And then somehow Walner got third-team All-Conference, but like first-team All-American. You're right, yeah. <laughs> He's like the Edo Smith Shut of base Southern Shout baseball. out to Judy McLeod. <laughs> also, I, don't, uh, I think it happened the day after the show aired last week, but Brian Dozier, the second baseman for the Minnesota Twins, former Southern Miss Golden Eagle, was presented – with a key to the city of Hattiesburg by Mayor Toby Barker. So a, a really cool thing that Toby did there, giving a key to the city to Brian Dozier. I guess, does that what does that unlock? I don't know, but Toby's batting like a 1,000 since oh, he took yeah. office. Absolutely. Every time, he, every time I turn around, he's doing I mean, why wouldn't you do it? And, and what better you know ambassador for the city of Hattiesburg and Southern Mist than Brian Dozier? Well, yeah, every, I like that he came back to the city. You know, he doesn't he's, – he's a – professional player of high quality, you know, but he doesn't forget his roots, which is mm-hmm. awesome. Absolutely. Well, you know, ever since Toby came onto the top talk, it's just sky's been the limit for that guy. Mm. So just pat yourself on the back a little harder. No, I mean it was, <laughs> you know, he agreed to it. <laughs> Another good dude. Real quick a couple a few other notes from signing day. Um one of the commits we had tight end Crystal Loach out of East Central Community College. He flipped to UCF, but like I said earlier, we had um two uh, commits, oh, two commits come from today: Nick Harper and Neil McLaurin. Former safety Demetrius Market also signed with Austin P. So, best of luck to him in that journey as joining, well. Joining uh, Todd Pinkston. Yeah, joining Todd Pinkston mm-hmm. up there. All right, guys, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk Southern Miss basketball to the top. Welcome back to the Top Talk. Jamie Arrington, Jason Bailey, and Nathan Hosey here in studio. Had a little Southern Miss basketball action this past week. Jason Bailey, take it away. Okay, well, uh, you know, last week uh, Southern Miss had two basketball games. The week before, we only had one game. Last week we had two. Um, at the end of the week, our game, our record went to 7-4 and four overall. Uh, December 13th, we played Alabama A&M. Won that game fairly handily, 69-54. Two of the big three had good games. Cortez Edwards, my favorite player, with 20 points. Uh, Griffin had 13 with, uh, along with six assists. And Eddie Davis and, and Holland also had 10 points apiece. USM dominated in the paint, outscoring A&M 34-18. I like calling them A&M. So if anybody just tuned in, they think we you know beat Texas A&M. But uh, US, okay. yeah, USM was in control of the game the entire time, led a total of 35 minutes and 15 seconds of actual game time. And the stat of the day... Attendance for that game, 382. Wow. I wonder if that was announced. I don't, I don't know how they do it at A&M, man. Was it inflated? Did right. they count? Go ahead. <laughs> so the next game, December 16th, where I ran into Mr. Hosey over here. Uh, I, and I was looking at this game as, as kind of a measuring stick or barometer for where we're at because, number one, we lost to Kerry last year. And this year we, you know, we haven't looked great the entire year. So 
Wanted to see how we stacked up against them. First half, uh, didn't look too great. First half, couldn't make a bucket. Uh, and all that being said, we couldn't do any worse offensively, honestly. Got open looks, just couldn't. They, they wouldn't go down the entire half. But we were up by two points, 28 to 26. Still kind of frustrated up in the stands. I know Hosey was sitting here saying, I thought you said we were going to get chicken every game. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and um, and uh, so anyway, second half, absolutely dominated. Uh, the first half, like I said, we didn't look good. Kerry went 6 of 10 from three-point range. USM only made one three-pointer, and we shoot a bunch of them. So that was kind of the difference. Um, second half, we dominated. USM scored 47 points to 32 for Kerry. Had a big night from the big three. Uh, we talk about the big three a lot, Cortez, Griffin, and McGee. Well, Cortez Edwards ended up with 28 points, Griffin 14. McGee added 19 points, 11 rebounds, and four steals. Dude was all over the place the entire game. Here's one thing that concerns me, and some coaches do this, but we don't sub a lot. I thought when we finally got a lot of depth, we, we would start using more players. We don't. Um, every game you look up the minutes played, and and these guys play a ton of minutes. Uh, minutes played for this game, a game that we, we kind of had in hand for most of the second half. Cortez Edwards played 39 out of 40. Griffin played all 40. McGee played 34, and Holland played 36. That's four guys that just, just about never came out of the game. So, I don't know. Who knows? Down down the uh, down the road, if these guys are going to fade a little bit. That's an awful lot of uh, minutes to play, especially when we bust most places. Like, we're going to bust to Tallahassee and we're busting back to Jackson. You squeeze in 40 minutes, 34 minutes, something like that every game, it's, it's probably going to get tough. But, you know, came out winners in that game. Like I said, 75 to 58. Uh, and coming up on the slate this week, Thursday, December 21st, tomorrow, uh, at 1 p.m. No, 1 p.m. Okay. At 1 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, playing Florida State. And then Saturday, we're in Jackson versus Mississippi State at 6 p.m., a game in which my dad will be in attendance because I gave him a ticket. So uh, Florida State, the basketball, you know, I'm just looking at ESPN. They have them listed as 21 point, 21 and a half point favorites tomorrow. They also have the Florida State football team bumped up to 16 and a half point favorites. Wow. We'll take it. Hey, I mean, y'all keep, keep tossing that money out there. Mm hmm. Well, there was a rumor this week, and and we've kind of confirmed it through a couple of different sources, but I have not seen the finished product. But apparently, Reed Green Coliseum is getting new scoreboards. I know. And we were talking about this in the break, and I heard, you know, Heath was saying, like, the the cat is finally out of the bag, and we're just jokingly saying, why was the cat ever in the bag? Yeah. (laughs) Like, why in the world not let us know it was coming? Maybe they didn't didn't know, and they just found, like, a deal. Well, it's kind of like my guest that I have this weekend. It's like, until it's done, you just, you you, you may need to keep it quiet, you know? Maybe so. And and even though I've heard it from you, and I've heard it from Heath, and I've heard people that they saw they were moving them in the stadium, I'm not going to believe until I walk through there and see them. Oh, but I'm looking for, and apparently the concourses are going to get a facelift. All oh, wow. Them, I, you know, I don't know. I Good. just wish I had known while I was there, so I had taken some video of our old scoreboard because that's, that's a whole special that place in my needs, heart. That thing needs to be on eBay. Yes. Yeah. With the old dot matrix looking With flopping the, eagle. Light bright. I know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> light bright. <laughs> I think that there are some USM fans that would purchase it. I was saying that my brother would probably go in with a couple of people. Might there's be able a, to purchase there's it. a graphic on that thing that they use that says, did I do that? Which is a, <laughs> which is from, uh, was it Family Matters with Urkel? Yeah, Family Matters That's how long ago that that was relevant. It's and only they, been off it, the air for 20 years. That's not a big deal. It, 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 it could have been mystical in 1998. Yeah, I, I don't think they removed it actually until Bill got here. Yeah. And Bill said, uh, out of here. And yeah. he pulled it. 
at this point, with all the good ones, you might as well leave the bad one up there too, just for the nostalgia. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I would leave. It, it would up look there. great on my back porch though. <laughs> all right, guys. So one week from today. Southern Miss taking on Florida State in the Independence Bowl. Like I mentioned earlier, Florida State now 16.5-point favorites, which is kind of laughable at this point. But if you don't have your tickets yet, go get them. Southern Miss ticket office. Today was the last day they're going to be open. You can still buy them online. Join us Tuesday night, December 26th. They're calling it Rally on the Red. They've got a pub crawl in downtown Shreveport at 5 p.m. They have a pep rally and a parade at the Louisiana Boardwalk Outlets at 6 p.m. And then the Black Party with the Toadies in the Red River District at 8 p.m. Just pace yourself because we got we need all the energy. We need all the, you know, all of your violent frustration to be saved up for that game the next day at 12.30 p.m. Our good friend Steve Farmer from down in uh, South Louisiana already hit me up. He said he's mad in the first round. Oh, cool. At the sandbar. Who's got the second? Come find us down there <laughs> when the, <laughs> Tuesday night. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. One more segment to the top, you guys. Welcome back to To The Top Talk. Let's shut it down, you guys. Special thanks to our guest tonight, Nathan Hosey. You can follow him on Twitter at nhosey. You can follow us at To The Top Talk. You can follow me at Jamie underscore Arrington. You can follow Jason at Bumper J Bailey. And if you want to follow Fake J Hobson, at Fake J Hobson as well. My next comedy show, Saturday, December the 30th, Sean Patton at the Thirsty Hippo. You may have seen him on Comedy Central, Conan, Best Bars in America. He's going to be the hippo. He's going to be the hippo <laughs> on uh, on next Saturday, 8 p.m., 12 in advance, 15 at the door. Well, before we get to, to really shutting it down, really have had a great time here with Eagle Broadcasting on 1400 AM, The Score, and News Radio 98.1. Great group of uh, guys here. Um, you know, there, there's a chance we could come back at some point, but we're going to take a little break and just go strictly podcast for a while. Yes. So make sure you follow us, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Facebook, Twitter. You know, we're going to have stuff coming out. And like I mentioned, we're going to have something come out this weekend. So I want to give you guys a little listening um, candy for the drive to the game. So should be a good time. But all right. So. We got just a little over a minute left. Guys, you have any final thoughts on the Independence Bowl? I can't wait. I've been looking forward to this for a while. It's, it's nice to have it's nice to be going to a bowl that has a little bit more um the, Yeah, the, the name just holds a little more weight. Yeah. You know, I, nothing against I love New Orleans. And I wouldn't mind if we went all the every year. I don't care. Uh but it is nice when we have this option to and to play a a, a team even though they're a little down record-wise. It has the name, you know, a brand on the front that people can are familiar with. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the day before. I'm looking forward to the ride there. I'm looking forward to just seeing go black and gold up and down the Red River. So, yeah. yeah. 
I know that my father, who uh, is, who's listening, Ricky Hosey, there was an extra spring in his step when they said Independence Bowl, you know, because it, it does have that history to it. And yeah. the fact that we're playing Florida State for the first time in 20 years, you know, that, that gets people going a little bit. So I am excited about that. Uh, one thing I want to say is keep the podcast going. That's why I'm here to encourage Jamie and Jason to keep this podcast <laughs> going because I live in Dallas and I need my fix. So uh, that's my final thought. We've never really cared what you had to say. You know. <laughs> well, my quick thoughts on the game, I think it's going to be settled through the air. I think you have two defenses that are going to be, you know, Florida State really good at stopping the run. Southern Miss really good at stopping the pass, but have, have been solid in run defense as well. So I think this is a game that's that they, the, the, the quarterbacks are going to have to, you know, settle the score as it is in most games. So that's kind of my prediction. Who's going to win? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Southern Miss is going to win. Southern yeah. Miss is going to win. Yeah. yeah. Just say it. I've already thrown down for it. I'm I'm not against it. I'm All just right. kidding. <laughs> if my wife listens, I'm definitely kidding. All right, guys. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play. Keep all this on social media. Hope you guys enjoyed it. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. To the top. Talk.